Welcome to the Out of the Basement Podcast with Devin Turak, Patrick Gleason, and Paul Sanders. And now, here's the show. And welcome. There it is, the sound of the can opening. Welcome to episode 23, the New Year edition of the Out of the Basement Podcast. My name, as always, is Devram Turak. And I am Patrick Leeson. And I'm Patrick Ramsahoy. The original trio back in action. In 2014. For one time and one time only, as A, Pat left us for a while, Pat Ramsahoy. And of course, now Pat Gleason is leaving us in a couple more days. Yes. But I'll be, I can still Skype and I'll be back in the summertime. You know what? You say you're going to Skype and I'm sure we're going to try it. Business. I'm sure we're going to try it at least a couple of times and then we're just going to start forgetting about you. Because yeah, you'll be just too lazy to do oh, I don't feel like doing it. No, no. Actually, we're, we're probably more likely to stick to a schedule if we're doing it via Skype mm. as opposed to us all trying to get together and at the same time. Clink, clink. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to all of you as well. Thank you for... Helping us uh, launch a a podcast last year, although I guess it's been we, we've already went through one Christmas and New Year's. This is actually our second Christmas New Year's together because we started on in November of uh, of uh, two thousand twelve. Yes. Yeah. So yes, that, that, that's why we had our, our anniversary again, November of this year. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so thank you all for joining us and and tagging along on this funny ride that we take. Yeah. <laughs> talking about all sorts of really weird geeky stuff like yeah. video games, movies, TV shows, the reviews like back you know old versus new which was an interesting evil dead one which Yeah, is that now. that actually was a really fun like I I just finished cutting the uh the podcast together. I, there was very little action to do with it. I basically just slapped on the opening title and let the whole thing run. There was a bit I was going to edit out in the middle cuz we started Delving into uh, role playing game talk, but, but we always, you know, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, people are used to it by now. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the ten listeners or so who actually listen to it. Yep, we have eight <laughs> official subscribers on on the uh, RSS feed. I don't know how many we have in uh, in iTunes. Well, I think the new year we should try and get more because we, are, you know, I mean, it's not a bad, it's an interesting one. You know? Well, I've I've now made. Um, uh, business cards for us. Excellent. So when, when I go to Adepticon in April, I'm going to be handing out business cards to people I run into. So that hopefully that'll help. Uh, I, again, I'm going to do another Adepticon only podcast where I interview some of the people that are there, and we have a little roundtable talk. To get some people from Dalhousie University into you know, listening to us here. And yeah, for sure, for sure. Actually, uh, maybe I'll just give you because I'll cards. see you again tomorrow. I'll give you a stack of cards to take with you. You can just start handing them out. Sounds good. All right, so, so let's let's open with our week in or month in well, the, yeah, the hobby. Are we gonna do a year in review too of stuff or no? Well, we can, but it's it's, it's, what we did. it's not. It's, yeah, it's it's not at all something that I prepared for. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I don't have any sheets of anything well, right now because I'm not working right now. I've actually been watching more Netflix videos and stuff. So. Nice. Okay, but let, let, let's talk with what we've done in the past month or so since we last got together. Okay. Well, I haven't done any gaming still, uh, except for a Deadlands role-playing game where I finished off a campaign that's been running for what, Patrick, almost two years on and off here and there. Yeah, probably even longer. Probably longer and. Uh, you know, for those who are not familiar with Deadlands, it's an old role-playing one, paper, pen, and pamper, where it's sort of spaghetti western with meat. It's sort of, well, you know, supernatural Buffy meets... It's a it's cyberpunk... Western. No, that's cyberpunk. Steampunk, steampunk. horror western. Yes. Right. It, it, basically, they call it as the Weird West. Mm. So it's it's the Wild West with magic and with steam. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually, and this is totally going to tie in with uh, the people that I 
normally spend most of my miniatures time with. It ties in with um, a company called Outlaw Miniatures who just put out a, a, a miniature game. And uh, they've, they've started, they was on through a Kickstarter. Um, they've, they're in the shipping phase right now. Um, I have finally received all of the goodies that I had pledged for. And it, I think I spent like $150 for the, the pledge level I was at. And I got a ton of stuff. Two whole starter boxes, um, uh, a vehicle, just a bunch of stuff. And some of it's resin, most of it's plastic. All brand new stuff. And again, it's it's the Wild West, but it's kind of weird. The uh, There are four or five factions that I can think of right now. Uh, like there's the army, there's the 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 lawmen, yeah. there's um, the, the Indians. Yeah, they are very powerful, and there are these um, these bad people, like like businessmen who are trying to corrupt things for their own their own doing. Anyway, it looks it looks like a really fun game, and maybe once I put the models together, maybe mm. we'll give it a try. The other thing new I've been doing is, well, I did, uh, with you, we did some uh, Warhammer 40K. We, we did. did. We finally started doing some 40K. And we actually had both, ba- well, no, not, both battles were actually finished. No. No, no. no. Jace, Jace, Jace had to leave early. Yeah. So our battle was incomplete. But he did have the victory points versus you. Yeah, yeah, we did a 1,500-point 15, uh, battle. His uh, Ch- Tyranids against my new Dark Eldar. Yes. That was a fun game. And I made some very, very uh, serious uh, mistakes. Yan versus Phil and Paul. Well, nope. Yes, it was Yan versus Phil and yeah, Paul. Yan and Paul versus Phil. Oh, that's right. Sorry, yes. Yan and Paul both played yes. Dark Angels, so they put their Dark Angels together. And uh, they were up against uh, the Chaos Marines that uh, that that Phil has been yeah, putting together. Yeah, Phil brought out armor. Yeah, and, and they were they uh, were not they prepared were for not armor. Prepared for that, and they got <laughs> annihilated. Yeah, actually, Forty K is the one game that I think we're going to be talking most about in the next year, mainly because you're leaving and you're kind of like the central hub for our role playing. Right for those. So yes. I don't know how much actual role playing is going to happen. Done. Right. But this the the group that we we do Forty K with it looks like it's going to. We're going to try to do it at least monthly, yeah. well, possibly the, the more one often. Well, the guy, Pascal, I know yeah. he does the Munchkin. Right. So I, I know today was hard to try, because last minute's also the holidays and stuff, to try to get a Munchkin game in. Yeah, everyone seemed like they were very into it, and all of a sudden it collapsed like in yeah. the last two or three days, which yeah. I'm not happy about. No. Uh, but yeah, because he might be, he's up for playing Munchkin, so at work, and it was the, he was playing, well, it was like the December 24th. Right. right. So I was like, yeah, like, what else are we going to do? Yeah. <laughs> like, we're not doing anything. So he was playing Munchkin, I'm like, oh. Um, I saw Pacific Rim finally. <laughs> Welcome to five months ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, people like I liked it. Yeah. Again, I got to say, it's giant robots fighting you know, giant robots fighting giant monsters. alien dinosaurs yeah. or whatever. Just say monsters, giant monsters. monsters. Yeah. And they're like, oh, the plot's not like this. Okay, it started off with this giant dinosaur aliens, whatever, versus. From another dimension. Let's right. not forget that. From another dimension versus giant robots. You don't need more of a plot than that. I mean, nope. It, just it, it, devel- it delivered everything it promised. And the only issue I had with it was at the end, they pull up, we have a sword we're going to use. <laughs> Why are you punching them before if you have a sword to cut them? And, and not just punching them, but punching them and getting your arm ripped off, or yes. punching them and, and having damage to your mech done, yeah. when you could have just been sorting them the entire time. Yeah, and it doesn't look like they used energy or anything. Nope, no. it was just a physical hunk of metal. Yeah. I mean, it used a battleship, or it used, well, no, it was a battleship, but it used a ship as a baseball bat. Right. Well, that makes sense then, also, to make using the sword the entire time to cut them in with. Yeah. 
that was the only issue I had with it. Because up, up until then, they pulled out the sword, you're like, okay, it's, you know, they have cannons and a few special weapons, and mostly it's, it's, it's mostly it's Rampage. Yeah, there there is like, a lot of rampage. Video game called Rampage. My probably my favorite arcade game of all time. You know, and and that's what it was. It was like all you need now is like some other creature, like you know. Now Pacific Rim versus Godzilla, I would have been a good one. No, I think Godzilla is going to be a much better movie. They're coming out with it. They're planning a new one, eh? Oh, yep. I've already seen the trailers for yeah. it. It looks okay. awesome. Is it okay? Yes. Is it is it the going back to a true Godzilla or that Matthew Broderick piece of crap they It's did. definitely not Matthew Broderick. No. It's, it's more original. You but know. it is still in the U.S. side of things, right? Yeah, but no, but is it? Is it? I think so. Is it certainly, it's certainly an American Special Forces team that's uh, uh, parachuting yeah, in. But is that taking care of, you know, does it more look like Godzilla or does it look like, the, you know, the, the, the horrible one from, that they did where it's like, it's a well, no, no, it's T-Rex. In, in, the, the, in the trailers, you don't really get to see the full Godzilla. You only see him, like, through smoke or cloud. Mm-hmm. So you don't you don't really get the full effect of it, but it just kind of shows you how huge he is. Yeah. Um, other than that, so I'm back. I'll be getting my PlayStation back when I get to Halifax. So I'll be doing more games then. But at the moment, um, oh, the only new thing I have to say is well, I have to. That's in news and upcoming. But yeah. Bruce Campbell's gonna be coming to Ottawa for a Comic Con. Yep. So our campaign was successful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm I'm going to take full responsibility, or no, we're going we're to take full responsibility. Full responsibility. Well, we sent email to, I sent emails to him. Right. To his agents. Yep. Well, obviously not to him personally, but yeah. I sent a bunch of tweets out to his uh, to his Twitter account. Yep. And uh, we did stuff to Comic Con. There's people running to Comic Con here to yep. say you need to invite him. Out. So we will take full, respo- we full credit. responsibility. Full credit. Full credit for Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell coming to town. But you know it's in May, right? Yes. I'll be back by then. Will you? Yes. But it's like the first week of May. I'm April's when uh, university is done, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, Good. so I'm coming back for that. And I'm thinking I'm going to actually have him sign my Deadlands book. Okay. Because in the second edition, he does uh, forward. Okay. In it. I'm bringing my uh, Bristol Kenny Jr. Yeah. to have him sign that. Oh, that's a good one. I also have, well, thanks to you, you gave me years ago a Christmas present the uh, or birthday present, the... Uh, if Chins Could Talk. Yeah. Nice. His, his, uh, autobiography. It's a, his autobiography, yeah. It's a good book. It is. So that's, that's it for me for news. For... Okay. Um, I have done a just crap ton of stuff. Like, I have been doing so much geek-related shit for the last six months, say, that it's actually pretty sad. Uh, so I've gone through a ton of TV shows. Uh, just, like, I'm burning through season after season after season. But the main thing I want to talk about is there's a sale going on right now at, uh, at the Steam store. Steam is this, I'm sure everyone knows oh, what it is by now, but just in case they don't, for PC games, it's, it's a method of uh, controlling access, so it's, like, it's, it's a DR, digital yeah. uh, release management, or um, it's sort of what Xbox rights, is rights management, yeah. <laughs> so, you buy your games through the Steam uh, store, <clears throat> and usually there's giant sales going on, you can get stuff at 50, 60, 70, 80, 90% off sometimes. And, uh, and then they, even if you don't have it installed, they keep track of your, uh, your access to that game. So if you change computers or you change, you, you move somewhere else, it's, those games are still linked to your account. Yeah. So you can just re-download them at any time and just play them for free. So because this giant sale happens every, every Christmas, um, I picked up maybe 10 games in the last month. And I've played most of them, and nice. I'm having so much fun. I'm, I'm picking up stuff that <laughs> normally I wouldn't, because it would be like you know twenty dollars. I don't want to spend twenty dollars on a game I may not play. Yeah. But when it, when it's on sale for five, 
Like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll give that a shot. The cost of beer at a bar is exactly. So I picked up one, and this is my favorite game out of all of them, so this is the, one I'm, the only one I'm going to talk about. It's called Don't Starve. Don't Starve? It's an indie game. It's very cartoony. Uh, you wake up in a ma- mystical, magical land, and there's a guy who looks like a businessman, and he's talking to you saying, hmm, Nightfall will be falling soon. You better find something to eat. And then that's it. And then you release into this open open world, and then you you know, you, you find um, flowers on the ground that you can pick up. So you pick up some flowers, you pick up some twigs, you pick up some berries from bushes, and you're you're trying to figure out interesting ways to combine things to make things. And you pick up some flint and you make yourself a uh, an axe. All of a sudden, you can chop down wood. So you chop oh. down wood. Now you've got wood in your in your fire. inventory. You can now make fire. So you make fire. You you make a pickaxe. You can then pick at some uh, some rocks. And then you have now you have some rocks. And you have some more minerals. And you put them all together. And you make this this scientific automaton who then <laughs> helps you unlock more recipes, which oh. you then go and and find stuff. <laughs> okay. And it's it's such a simple game when you look at it. But then it's so the depth to it is so incredible, and there's a day night cycle, and so you have three stats. You have your hunger stat, yes, so you have to worry about your hunger. Yeah. You have your health stat. You have to worry about if if something hurts you, and then there's another one called sanity, and as you're like at nighttime when it starts to get to dusk, your sanity starts to drop because you're starting to get freaked out. Yeah. You build a fire, and your sanity drops slightly less. But in, in, if you're in complete darkness, all of a sudden you get attacked out of nowhere. You don't see what's going on. Like most of your health just disappears. Yeah. So you light a fire. You're like, oh my god, what the hell's going on? And the more your sanity drops, all of a sudden everything kind of gets darker in the world around you. You start seeing eyes now popping out of the oh darkness. And then all of a sudden you see these shadows moving yeah. around. And if your sanity drops to zero, the shadows become real and start attacking you. Oh my god. <laughs> it, it's such an incredibly fun game. So <laughs> I've been going crazy playing this game. Over the last uh, say two weeks, like yeah. I, I bought that dollar for five. Or I bought that game for five dollars and nine cents because it was on sixty six percent off sale. <laughs> like, it's such a fun game. Right, well, there you go. Recommendation. Recommendation number one: Don't start. We'll have to put a link on to the game for it. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll because it's done through Steam. It's not easy to put links to, it, but I'll put a link to the the company that makes it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, such a good game. Patrick. Uh, well, not too much new for me, which is, you know, really odd considering how long it's been. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I guess the newest game that I've gotten interested in is the uh, Brave New World expansion for Civilization, Civilization 5. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's, the, uh, it's the only one I didn't pick up in the Steam sale. I oh, picked really? up everything else except Brave New World. Oh, it's actually, uh, it's, it's pretty good. It's, it's interesting. I mean, it introduces uh, giant death robots. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's like a futuristic expansion? Uh, well, it expands your future tech as well, but it also introduces a lot more uh, civilizations. Okay. Uh, there's some really interesting ones. I've been trying to do the Assyrians. Um, and they, they're they kind of interesting in that uh, they're starting, or the bonus unit they get replaces the catapult, and it's the siege tower. Ooh. So it allows you to melee attack cities, and it gives a bonus to units that are melee attacking cities oh, in nice. adjacent tech. Good, because I'm having a hell of a time trying to take cities over. It's such a pain in Civilization Five. Four, it was fun. Yeah. Five, I'm not. I'm not enjoying city taking. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What other benefits do the Assyrians get? They, uh, uh, they when they plunder a city. Uh, now this is only once per city. Mm-hmm. If there's a tech there that uh, that you haven't discovered yet. 
you can get it. Ooh. Um, That's incredibly advantageous. Yeah. And they have the Royal Library as their special building, mm -hmm. which, uh, if you have a writer in residence there, now your units that are built in that city get bonus experience. Okay. Right? So it's like an addition to the barracks. Yeah. Uh, and there are other, I mean, lots of other uh, civilizations. There's the Shoshone, I believe. Uh, a Native American. Native, yeah. Uh, and one of their big benefits is uh, they start off, uh, I think they call it Great Plains, so they start off with more territory. So you build a city, it actually controls more territory oh, at the start okay. than wow. it normally does. Okay. Which helps uh, you grow. Yeah. But also their scouts are really neat because when you go on to ruins, you get a list of what you can choose. Oh. So instead of it being randomly assigned, okay. uh, you can decide to take... You can nice. decide. I mean, it's still uh, a bit of a randomness to it because it's not the full list every right. time. But you can still you can grow your scouts the way you want. It. Right. Yeah. So, Interesting. Yeah. Um, actually, speaking of expansions to games, um, last year's big game that I was talking about was um, oh, crap. What the hell is it called? It's very similar to Civilization. Oh, Crusader Kings. Yeah, Crusader Kings Two. They now have the Norse expansion, which oh, really? I picked up. It was part of the sale, where you can play true followers of Odin and the Pantheon. Oh, really? I've got to get a new PC. You thing. really, really have to, like, you should get into that game. Yes. You are going to absolutely well, I know, but I love this game. Actually, I was going to say, I just forgot, movies I also saw recently. I did see the, the new Thor, obviously. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which I enjoyed. The The reason I really enjoyed it, and Patrick agrees with this, is Loki. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, the, um, Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. He yeah. does an amazing job as Loki. He makes... The movie. I mean, the scenes with the fight with uh, Thor and Malekith. Ma Ma yeah, they're okay. interesting, but he, the, the problem is Malekith's character doesn't get a chance to too much develop. Right. No. It's pretty much... He's, he's just the bad guy that's there for, to get to everybody hit. else yeah. sort of joined together. You know. And uh, But the interaction between those two, I mean, they those are two good actors yep. at having fun with their characters. Yep. Mm -hmm. you, you can tell Chris Evans... Uh, no, Chris... No. Uh, Helms, Helmsworth. 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 Yeah. Uh, and, and Tom, like, they, they interact so well on screen when they're doing their characters. It's, mm -hmm. it's great. Speaking of Chris Evans, I just saw the trailer for Winter Soldier. I was going to say. And it looks incredible. And I'll, yeah, I'll get back to that in a second. Yeah. The other one I saw was the new Hunger Games, Catching Fire. I like this new Hunger Games way better than the first one. Well, the, problem, the, the thing is, though, they... They're making it too much like a love story because in yeah. the books, it was more about her her, her her ongoing bitterness and rebellion and stuff like that. Where this one, they're concentrating more on the different love. Yeah, but they're trying to sell it to young kids. They're trying but to make it to, books, to, to girls. The books were like that, and they yeah. were young adults. The books were okay. Adults. Young young adult is not young girl. Right. They're they're trying to get the tweens to come yeah, enjoy this younger, movie. Even younger one, yes. And you know it was. Yes, it was. I think better than the first one. Yeah, I, I find I found it way it, more enjoyable. Because the there's so one. much in the second one. There's so much more story that they have. Right, to cut and and, and there's depth that they have to cut. Out, which I understand because unless you're you know Peter Jackson Jackson who does three movies on a small <laughs> little paperback, uh, which I still have not seen the new Hobbit. I, I have, and I actually really enjoyed it. I didn't want to. I really like really liked yeah. it. I saw it actually. Um, uh, Monday night. Well, uh, just going back to the Hobbit, because mm -hmm. someone was telling me like if the way to watch the Hobbit is watch like a D and D movie. Think of them as D and D characters, right? Absolutely. Or because when in D and D, I fall five hundred feet. It's okay. I make my saving throws right. and I, I brush myself. Yeah. Off. Which is over the top soonest, but in yeah. a role playing game, 
you know, considering Th- things you, like that happen. Want, well, like we've played different ones in D and D. You want your characters to live through stuff that in other games would kill you. Sure. Mm-hmm. So he says, if you watch like a D and D campaign, mm-hmm. and I'm going, yeah, I've done modules where we've sure. done that sort of thing of like the impossible, and you know, well, I haven't seen it yet either. Uh, but it's kind of interesting, just you know, Facebook seeing the people who like it and don't like it. Because mm-hmm. generally, I've seen that. The people who don't really know The Hobbit really love the movie, right? And the people who are in, you know, really know The Hobbit and Tolkien hate it, think that it's terrible. Uh, and there was an article that I was reading that was kind of going over why The Hobbit isn't good. Um, and uh, basically, what they were saying is Jackson is trying to make it a prequel to The Lord of the Rings far too much. Really? It's 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 a small story in a big world where the only real connection to The Lord of the Rings should be that Bilbo finds the ring. Right. Um, And other than that, it's just a bunch of small characters. I mean, it's a a small dwarven kingdom. Well, not necessarily small, but it's a dwarven kingdom. It's not a major influence in the world. Right. Trying to get their their uh, empire or their kingdom back from this dragon. Right. There's a human village that's involved. It's just a village. It's not a city. It's not a nation. Right. Right. And Uh, and in the show, they make a really good point of making, or in the movie, I should say, they make a good point of showing how isolated it is, how it's fallen on hard times because this dwarven kingdom isn't there to provide it the trade where, that that made it into the, the trade hub that it once was. Yeah, exactly. But basically, all of the things that are trying to connect that story to Lord of the Rings is taking away from the actual story. significance of the story. Right. The fact that it is such a small... It, that it's, it's a bunch of people whose success or failure really doesn't have a huge impact on the world in yeah. general. Right. It's, well, it's also like the dwarves aren't trying to do anything big. All they're trying to do is recover this stronghold. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and to get away from the dragon. That's what the main thing is. Not, yeah. not that the Sauron Lord is, is coming back or other stuff going on. It's, it should be... Yes, there's the Middle Earth is there, but this story has nothing to do with, with the Lord the whole, of the Rings. Like the except whole. for the fact that Bilbo finds the ring. Right. Yeah. That is the only connection. Mm-hmm. And I could totally see cutting out all the extraneous scenes, well, all the stuff that um, that that uh, Gandalf does, fighting the Orcanas on his own, fighting Sauron. All, if, if all that stuff was cut out, then that mo- movie would a be a little bit shorter, which which it would benefit from because it's kind of long. But b it would also just make this the story more streamlined. I mean, I can see where they could get two movies out of it, sort of. Two, sure. But then the, the third movie, I guess, is stuff they threw in from the Cimmerillion. Well, the, the thing is also, like, is, okay, I, I don't want to know, because don't tell me. But, right. Um, because the thing is, the small, killing small is only part of it, except for this, is that the, the fight. There's the, the, oh, the fire no. armies. The, the, uh, the, the small killing happens in movie three. Okay. But see, it shouldn't, because the small gets killed, but then there's the battle for the five armies. Right. Which is the end of the... Which is, that's sort of the... T- where, the other thing, too, people, again, they're hardcore fans. They don't, it's like, oh, The Hobbit, it's, it's like, it's, okay, it was a story written way before Lord of the Rings. Right. It was it's a kid's a, story. It was written as a kid's and story. And it, it, it really is very much a kid's story. And, and they're like, trying to make it more adult. Tolkien, like most writers, he had this story with a lot of background material. Mm-hmm. From the, the Hobbit short story he did for kids, mm-hmm. he then tried to produce... An epic. Well... Wagner, he was. That's what he was after. Actually, he he stated that the big reason for Lord of the Rings was to give England a mythology of their own. Right. Yes. Which yeah, which he was stealing a lot from Wagner. Yeah. But he was yeah, he was, that's what he's trying to do. But he he took 
like I've written short stories in the past. I never publish them, but like the stuff I use in some of my short stories, I have a lot of background stuff yeah. that I could get later on reuse to to make it into a big epic. Yeah, and, yeah. and revisit different yeah. novels. But the thing is, like, okay, well, what Jackson's trying to do is he's trying to force the prequel mm-hmm. for Lord of the Rings into the Hobbit. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas he could do the Hobbit purely as what it is, as this little small as a standalone. Going. Yeah. Then he could do another one. About the background. Yeah, but the, the other one doesn't have this crazy fan base already uh, ready for it. That's true. Well, again, though, the thing is what people think, well, oh, there's this huge fan base for The Hobbit. No, there isn't. There's a fan base for The Lord of the Rings epic stuff. And this is where the fanboys of The Hobbit failed to realize. Same as people for hardcore Star Wars and hardcore Star Trek. You're a small little group. Movie makers are trying to sell to the large mm-hmm. market to make mm-hmm. the money. Mm-hmm. They'll take some of your input. But they don't care about but it. Overall, if that small amount boycotts, but it sells to everyone else, they're happy with it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, Sam, like, this is where, yes, I understand where Peter Jackson's going. I'm willing to give him a try for because he's tr- what he's trying to do. Like I said, I didn't want to like the new Hobbit movie. But I really did. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really enjoyed yeah. it. Again, and it, let's go. Let's going off but we want to talk about the trailer for Winter Soldier mm-hmm. yes I saw it as well oh man yep. it looks really well done and I like how they're not giving away because you've got uh, Robert Redford in there mm-hmm. and you don't know like obviously he's someone someone right. you know, he's one of the, uh, the unseen directors right. of S.H.I.E.L.D. who's now become visible or he's some other type of one who's interacting somehow with S.H.I.E.L.D. and Captain America right and I do like how they're now again using some of his 1940s values yeah. for the thing now. It's but like, how he views all of what they're doing now as being corrupt. Well, it's, yeah. it's also like, okay, in my day, we arrested them, then punished them. Right. Not punished them before they've actually, you know, we've arrested them. But when, when what they're about to do is so heinous yes. that you can't let them do it first because it'll kill way too many people. Well, so yeah. at some point, you have to, you have to then weigh the, the good well, of what, what the outcome is versus what could happen if they were allowed to carry yeah, forward their plans. But you also have to keep in mind that a crime, the attempt at the crime, it's even crime. if it's unsuccessful, is still a criminally punishable right. act. And, and technically, even the planning of the crime yeah. is also punishable. So you don't have to let them actually even get started on right. it as long as you let them... Well, but that goes back to also like Minority Report. Yeah. If you think people are going to commit a crime, but yeah. then you stop them before they commit the crime, they actually haven't committed the crime. No crime has been committed. Right. They haven't even. They haven't well, even. Minority put the report plan takes together. it. Yeah. Minority report takes it a bit earlier. They will be committing the crime. You know that. But they haven't even thought about doing yeah. it yet. Right. But that's just it. It's like, and the thing is, if you stop before they do the crime, this this is a whole gray area. If you stop them before they do the crime, even if they're planning it, they still haven't committed the crime. Nope. Planning to to do a crime yeah. is still a crime. Conspiracy. Conspiracy. Yeah. Called conspiracy. Yeah. Yes. But. Up to what point? Can but thinking, what, putting it in your mind, maybe I will uh, rob a store. Also, that's not a crime. This is yeah. where things also like nowadays. The, it's been proven the FBI and all the DEA will entice people, of course, to, to get involved with the criminal planning. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have we have explosives if you want. Oh, really? Well, aha, we got you. But, but I wouldn't have thought about the explosives if you hadn't offered them. To offered me. them. Yep. So this is really a gray area for the. Mm-hmm. And Technically, that should be entrapment. Well, yes, it but, is. But I guess they're they're loosening the uh, yeah, they're loosening the it. rules. But I do like the one three scene in the trailer where he's in the elevator, 
surrounded by all these, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, before we go, does anyone want to get off? <laughs> and then it's like, it's like, guys, really, you, you might want to just get on the elevator. Just make it easier on yourself. Yes, you're highly trained, but I'm a super soldier. Okay, so that that's, um, so, okay, um, that's Actually, a movie that we're looking forward to in the next couple coming months. Related yes. to that, I was reading an article today. Uh, one of the writers was talking about how Captain America is a is a character without an arc, okay, uh, and it's being intentionally done that way. He, they don't want him to change, just right. to basically show how he's how much he's out of place. Right, right. he's going to be the one constant, <laughs> and everything else changes around him. Cool, well, that'll work. That works. Yeah. Actually, that'll be but cool. that that actually does make sense because <laughs> Captain America has always been kind of like the central. Um, core of the Avengers, and everyone else comes and goes around him. But it's always Captain America there as like the uh, the the center post upon which the Avengers is built. Well, he's also their moral sort of thing. their moral compass. Well, well, he's he's the Marvel he, Universe version of Clark Kent, right? Yes. And and also well, the thing is like I remember in the comics. Or sorry, he was before Man of Steel. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the comics with Captain America, like, I mean, they had different versions of Captain America. And, 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 sure. And again, people go... Well, and they actually going... had different Captain Americas as well. well it wasn't always Steve Rogers. Yes, very few times. So, but they've also sort of rewrote where it actually wasn't Steve Rogers, what it had been originally. But right. anyways, so we're going with the fact that it's the 1940s super soldier guy right. who's one. In, that, in the comics, they also did that, where he eventually also went into the government. Mm-hmm. Because... And this goes down to the, the difference of truth and reality. Sorry, uh, idealism versus reality. Captain America is the ideal of America. Right. And people get upset of, well, it's Americanism. It's like, well, and that's the idealism right. of America, which is truth, justice, yeah. and all, and freedom. Yeah. Right. And that's what he stands for. He doesn't stand for the reality of what America is, or most countries are. Mm-hmm. Right. Because seriously, what America exposes in their thing, in their charter, is actually really good. Sure. Right? And he went into the government because he was realized they were doing all this sort of secret things and everything, and he got blacklisted. Right. And this was when they introduced the one of the other Captain Americas who eventually became the Shielder or yeah. whatever. Yeah, Because Captain America went, oh, fuck you guys. Yeah. I'm not going to be involved with this. I'm not going to be a party to mm-hmm. this. I believe in the ideals of America, not what you're, not the government. I don't... The same thing as, like, I follow... I don't follow the government's orders. I don't follow the president. I follow the you know, overall government. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of wish that they would get the, uh, the rights to X-Men back from, uh, I think Sony Pictures is the one who Fox. currently owns it. Is it Fox? Fox? I thought it was Sony. No, they own the rights to Spider-Man. Oh, you're right. It is Spider-Man. Anyway, so they can start integrating them a bit more because yeah. there's no integration right now. No. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man, even though he's in New York, and the Avengers, even though they're in New York, there's no crossing between those two because yeah. they're they're technically owned by separate companies. Yes. Mm-hmm. What I really want to see is the Mutant Registration Act. I want to see that that whole story arc happen. Well, I also well, want to see the. Uh... It's been hinted at on the, the X Men side of things, like right? Numerous times, yeah. Yes. But I, I want to see how it brings everyone into it and everyone. Well, actually, what you probably want to see then is not that, but Civil War. I really want to see Civil War, where they start doing where the Norman Osborn just... takes over as um, takes over as the head of Shield. Well, and and, and Stark, turns it into Hammer. And Tony Stark. No sword. Stark becomes director of Shield. No Stark becoming director of Shield. Is prior to that. That's the lead up to Civil yeah, War, right? Because that's where Captain America gets shot. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, even that part there, though, like this, that shows you what America, the difference between Captain America and Iron Man. Right. Oh, Iron Man will do whatever it takes in order to get the job done. He doesn't. He doesn't have like he. 
he wants the the good quote unquote to win, well, but he has no actual well, morals. Well, it's also the good in, in his view, right? Yeah. He, has, he has no real morals. He has morals, but they're like, because it comes down to the fact that okay, Captain America was the guy who was the unwanted, un, the skinny. I would, but he kept trying to compete. He right. wanted to. He wanted to do good. He right. wasn't. He, but he was all. He was always the underdog. Yeah. Or he was always the uh, the downtrodden. So he was always bullied, and he fought mm-hmm. against it all the time, and that's what developed his character. Right. I will. I will stand up for the little guy because right. no one else will. Iron Man. It's the exact opposite. I'm a billionaire philanthropist. <laughs> yes, he's he's really smart, but the fact is. He was granted a billion dollar company mm-hmm. his, from his dad. He had everything given to him. He doesn't understand. They go, oh, I work hard. Well, n- no, when you're given a billion dollar company. This oh, no, he still works hard. He works hard. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't had to pull himself up from nothing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yes, he, he did the problem with the alcoholism where he had heart attacks, where he pretty much almost did lose everything mm-hmm. and brought it back. But again, that was, he was in it for him. It was all about, hey, I want my company back. Right. I want to be on top. Well, lots of new stuff, or upcoming stuff. Yeah, we've, we've kind of transitioned into uh, the upcoming or news and rumors. But before we do that, I want to talk about another movie that I saw, which we haven't touched on yet, called 47 Ronin. Oh, <laughs> yes, I want to see. Oh, 47 Ronin is the best samurai movie I've seen in the last 10 years. And that's because hmm. you're not a big fan of Keanu Reeves for some stuff. I, I actually I'm I'm perfectly fine with Keanu Reeves. I, I know his level of acting, and I know what to expect from from Keanu Reeves. And he surpassed himself in this movie. He does an excellent job in this okay. movie. And the cool thing about it is they actually they they really do a, a good job. And this is the part that I love most about the movie in showing him how he would actually be treated in Japanese culture. Yes, you're saying. He is a complete outsider. He is hated. He is beaten at will. He is spit upon. He is not a readily welcomed into the fold character. Now, he, w- once once the rebellion starts and they become Ronin yeah. and they're putting together their forces, he is brought in because he they, they need him to, uh, yeah. they, they need him to take part in it. I know that now they can talk to him because he's, they're Ronin too, so they're, they yeah, can... but he's still much lower than them. No, but I mean, socially now they're more, they're, they're at least, okay, yeah, maybe. We, we're out to cast as well, so at least now we can sort of, maybe. Uh, I also enjoy the way that they put in the mystical aspect of of Japanese mythology. Okay. So there, there's a lot of like weird creatures in it. Yeah. So it's kind of like a weird well, Japan. Did you ever play Bushido? I love Bushido. And that was one where it was interesting. I like Legend of the Five Rings better. Well, you know, it's interesting. I, I haven't seen Forty Seven Ronin, but I did read a, a review of it, um, and it was a very negative review, basically saying that this. This remake is nowhere near as good as the original. The original. Yeah, that, that may be true. the main reason is because Kino Reeves is in it and he doesn't belong. The witch is in it and she doesn't belong. Right. And all, everything bad about this movie is where they're trying to fit those two characters into the story. Right. So it's, it's the mystical aspect. Because originally the 47 Ronin, no, it's, it's, an actual, yeah. it's an actual historical uh, movie. Or yeah. sorry, it's based on a historical um, yeah, but it's, it's event. But it's no magical mystical stuff. Right, right. Yeah. And, and, they, they, and they made it more for like the, the fantastical audience. Mm-hmm. But I actually enjoyed those parts of it. Well, like I, I, I didn't, I didn't find them to be out of place. Let's put it yeah. that way. It is mm-hmm. close enough to the Legend of the Five Rings stuff. With it. It's very close to Legend of the Five yeah. Rings, yeah. Which I also did really enjoy. I don't, it was a, I, we played it back before it became a uh, Wizards of the, of the West Coast yes. game. 
So I don't know how it's changed recently. I don't know if, if it's different. Yeah, you had the different but, clans. Yeah. And everyone had powers. And yeah, I, I really, really like that game. The, the problem with Bushido was because it was back in the days of there's only so many levels and the difference between levels can be... Drastic? Drastic. Yeah. Well, I, I think Bushido did a better job of layering or evening that out because you, you only had six levels that you could achieve, yes. but you could also oh, improve, improve on your skills. So you could be first level and and be a total master of your swords just right. because you haven't increased your levels but you've really focused on improving your skills. Right. right. Actually, and that was not to, okay, yes, you could have a crossover if you were, if you were mage, you were mage type, but even then you could still do a whole bunch of different types of stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's also because they did have the different classes, right? Mm -hmm. like if you were a samurai, you were up for echelon. Mm -hmm. Then you had the ones where I was, which was the... Uh, uh, the thief type one mm -hmm. with hand to hand because we weren't allowed yeah, to have weapons. Up. Yeah, so we had, you know mm -hmm. we had hand to hand fighting. I was really good at that. Or uh, you know, most people fitting into the Ashigaru. I'm just a foot soldier. Yeah, <laughs> just a regular guy. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm tempted to see uh, 47 one. It's really good. If you, if you can fit it in before you leave, yeah. I'll go see it again. I was gonna say because I saw a review of Men of Steel. Let's, let's see it Friday. Uh, no. We'll see. Anyways, Man of Steel, I, I saw Terrible. reviews where it showed a bunch of stuff, and I, I understand why people are having many, many issues with it. Listen, I'm okay with most of what okay, happened the, in the movie. Kevin Costner's there. No, son, don't come and save me. That's... It's the middle of turning out. No one's really watching me. I'd have had a chance to get the dog in back before you get sucked Correct. out by a tornado, and no one would have said anything. I'm Correct. Fast. Even if I'm not using my super speed, you're still an old guy who yeah. slow, and then stood, watched me yeah. while the tornado sucked you away. I'm a kid. I could have ran, grabbed the dog, and no one would have said or noticed For, forget, anything. Forget just that one little scene. It's the whole... Uh, it's everything that he teaches him is wrong. Yes. Yes. It's wrong! It's 180%, 80 degrees away from what Pa Kent used to teach uh, Superman. Yes. Or, sorry, Clark Kent. Clark Kent yes. 180 degrees different. It's not, oh, protect your identity. Make sure, even if people harm happens to people, that's okay as long as you're safe. Yeah. That's not what Pa Kent teaches Superman. Pa, pa Kent teaches Superman that no matter what the cost is, you save that person. You well, do everything you can. He did to keep his identity hidden. That's fine. But, but, but if, you could, if you see someone in trouble, yeah, it is them. your obligation. Yes. Not, not just you should, you have to yes. save them. By not doing something, you're worse. Correct. Because if you don't do anything... You're, you, if your inaction causes someone's you're death, you're just as wrong as, as what caused the death yeah. in the first place. And well, the, the end you, scene where Zod is... Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. But I want to go back to Paquette, though. Because... I yeah, think one of the biggest Superman complaints... doesn't kill. Period. One of the biggest complaints I've heard about Pa Kent in Man of Steel is his death. Because previously he's died of a heart attack. Right. So Pa Kent is supposed to be that lesson for Clark Kent Superman. That no matter that what you he does. you can't fix everything. Right. Yes. Right. And by having Pa Kent die in a way that Superman could have prevented... Yeah. yeah. Totally negates well, all okay, of that. It's exactly. even worse than you... Because I've seen the trailer of how... Okay, so there's a tornado happening, right? So he tells him, let's get under the bridge, which, of course, if anyone who knows tornadoes, you never get under a fucking bridge because you get... Anyways, <laughs> go to the bridge. <laughs> so, oh, our poor family dog is stuck in the car. We're here. You're the young 18-year-old Clark yeah. Kent. Right. I'm this almost 60-year-old guy. Right. No, stay here, son. I'll go get the dog. Yeah, you take care of your mom. I'm going to get the dog now. 
I pull the dog out. And then sit there. And then go like this and go, no, son, don't come for me. No, don't come. No, stay there. <laughs> In the time that it took him to do that. <laughs> really? It's like, yeah. let me just stand, not even 10 feet from you, put my arm up. No, no, son, stay there. Don't, don't come towards me. Watch your... Wait, wait, suck. It's like, uh, yes, the 18-year-old would have been able to run, grab the dog, and run back as opposed to just stand there. And that was a pointless death. I mean, yes, it was a completely pointless that's death. That's the thing. It's like deaths, especially if a family member of the main character, are supposed to have meaning. Especially mm. if that's the person that gave you your moral Star compass. Star Wars, Obi-Wan wasn't a family member, but his death had meaning. Right. Yeah. He, he sacrifices himself on purpose for Luke to get away. Yeah. I mean, there's other reasons he's doing it, but he's actually, you know, it's doing the, I will stand here as a sacrifice, so Darth Vader's focus on me to right. give you a chance to go away. Yeah. There's meaning to that. Mm-hmm. You know? And then, yes, the, the fact that Superman killed the guy, but there are so many other things they could have also done to not kill him to save the family. Mm-hmm. Like, he's holding on to them. They could have well, run. Well, then that... Well, then that Clark can't fly. Yeah, take him with take, you. And fly. You've, you've done it before. But yes, there. What it is basically is the family's backed into a corner, and Zod, eye beams are approaching from the left hand side. And what does the family do? They sit Huddle. there and cower. Yeah. As it slowly approaches them. <laughs> that reminds and, me of that scene from Austin Powers with the guy in the steamroller. Yeah. It's it's thirty meters away. No! <laughs> it's moving very, like, very slowly. Run, no! run, run. <laughs> it takes like a minute for it to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's like the same thing. This is pretty much what can happen. The family yeah. had more than enough space to run. Yeah, and time to run. Yeah, and time to run. And just remember, you run away from it, not in its path. Yes. Right. <laughs> right. But that—that's the only thing I'm going to see about Man of Steel. That's why I'm not going to see it. I've seen enough trailers and that. Now I'm like, I don't. Even see there are parts of it that are that are good. Oh, the only one I saw was Ron Burgundy. Anchorman 2. Anchorman 2, not really part of our genre, but yeah, we can still talk about it. Well, it's, it's all, it is, the first one was much better. The first one was way better. This one had some interesting, and, and really funny parts, don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. It did have some oh, I was laughing. However, overall, there was longer gaps where you're just like, okay, yeah. this is dumb. Or like, too dumb, that it's not even funny anymore. Yeah. Okay, let's say for movies for me. Um... I, I recently watched a new show called The Red Queen. Oh, yes. Which was quite good. Based so, on Alice in Wonderland, right? No. No, oh, okay. I'm no you're Red thinking Queen. maybe White Queen. Although I think White Queen is based on Mary Queen of Scots. No, Red Queen is about um, a mob family, a Russian mob family. Um, and the daughter of the, the Russian mobster marries the regular Joe. Yeah. And the regular Joe tries to keep out of the mob life. And then he gets assassinated. And she ends up trying to uncover what happened. Really good show. I really enjoyed that. And Russian mob is kind of cool. The the bratva, as they call it. Well, yeah, Eastern provinces. I hated Eastern. Hated Eastern provinces. Not at all. Why? I I found it a pointless movie. There was no reason to that movie. It did. It like it it started. It went to the middle part, and then it ended. And at the end, I'm going. I don't. I don't understand what the reason for this movie was. He's now part. He's actually completely mob now. He's not. I didn't find Faking it compelling. It He's now mob. He's I, did, now I, didn't, I did not find it compelling. Okay. Although I think I liked Eastern Provinces better than the other movie that he did, where he's... History of Violence? History of Violence, yeah. That was a truly pointless movie. The, uh, 
anyways, uh, so yeah, Bruce Campbell, again, we'll just mention Bruce Campbell. Mm-hmm. So everyone, sign up, Comic-Con, go. No, actually, everyone, don't go. So the more the more people we get to stay away from Comic Con, the better it will be because the crowds will be smaller and it'll be easier for us to get into places. Yeah, yeah but then we we won't have another Comic Con. Yes, we want it to succeed. That's fine. Bruce Campbell will be here, <laughs> and then our mission will be completed. <laughs> no, will I, Wheaton, I, I'd say go. Will Wheaton was there for the first one. Bruce Campbell's there for the second. I'm done. I'm spent. <laughs> Um, actually, I'm at the point where I'm currently debating whether I want to double the cost of my ticket to get the VIP pass. The the, the deluxe pass that I got last year, yeah. which got me into the things early but didn't get me early entrance into the actual uh, uh, panels, mm. I'm I'm sort of regretting. I think I might, if I can afford it, spend the money to get the VIP one so I can go have a... Just... The VIP is $180. For a day? For the whole weekend. That's not so bad. That's not so bad. But the thing is, if it gives me any chance to go see Versus the Campbell, 90 for the deluxe. Bruce Campbell early, I'm there for that. I guess. At, at least it guarantees you a seat. Yes. Hmm. At the panel. Yeah. You still have to pay to go talk to him, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to pay to get his autograph. And it's yeah. like 60 or $80 to get his autograph. It, it depends on who the It is. It'll no, probably be like it, that. It was more. about that for everyone that was there. No. Some no. 30 some. I'm sure some were 30 but Shiner for, wanted to be $70. Shatner's coming? No, he was. He was going to, but when he's at the when he shows up, it's seventy bucks for his autograph. Is it? Yeah, he bailed out from this one. Right, right. He was supposed to be there. This the, both, year. the two captains were supposed to be there. Right. right? They wanted Picard and Stewart. Or sorry, Picard and. Uh... Well, Stewart wasn't there. No, but that's what I mean. They wanted Picard and Kirk. They wanted the two captains. They're hoping to get Shatner and. Right, but 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 Patrick Stewart wasn't there either. No, that's what I'm saying. They didn't. They oh, they wanted didn't. Okay. They, what they wanted was to have the two captains. Okay. Picard and Kirk. Which would be an interesting form. Except, you know, the, the two of them together on stage at the same time? That, that would be fun, actually. Learn to act, Kirk. Learn to act, Shatner. Nah, Shatner's awesome. He makes fun of himself. <laughs> on that. So, uh, upcoming or new... What, what oh, well, actually, I saw a... Probably new to a lot of folks, but an older... Well, probably a, a couple of years older. Uh, a Finnish movie called Rare Exports. It is a Christmas horror movie. Oh, oh yeah, is this the one with Krampus? Uh, well, it's uh, Sinterklaas. Sinterklaas, okay. Yeah. So uh, it's basically uh, an American team trying to uh, dig for something in this mountain, and it turns out that this mountain was where the original Santa Claus, who was not a nice guy, <laughs> he would go after the bad kids and, you know, boil them up for supper sort of an idea. <laughs> okay. Um, so the, the Laplanders had uh, caught him and buried him in ice in this mountain. And okay. And Americans trying to get him out. It's always the uh, Americans. And they, they succeed, but now you've got this little small Laplander village nearby trying to deal with this because they don't know anything about their history so they don't know that there's the real Santa Claus it's this little kid who's figured it out and he's trying to deal with it of course nobody's going to believe him if no. he says tries to explain it so he doesn't right. bother right <laughs> Santa Claus and, and it it is uh, it's disturbing and very amusing all at the same time okay <laughs> well worth uh, okay, well, going but you're very, gonna have... very topical yes well we still have, you still have to watch Troll Hunter I do still have to watch Troll Hunter and mm-hmm. we bring this up all the time and there is uh, Dead Snow 2 coming out. Oh, really? Yes, oh. more Nazi zombies. I don't think I saw Dead Snow 1. Uh, oh, I haven't either. I want, it's on my list. Well, they're, they're, yeah, number 2 is in production or something. Or going to be released soon. Well, also they're okay. talking about the new Iron Skies, too, aren't they? Iron Skies, too, yeah. That was a surprisingly fun movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. It was tongue-in-cheek. On it was very. Yeah. 
All right, so I silenced us. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out what else, where are we actually for what we should be talking about next. We're only about 45 minutes in, so we got plenty of time. Oh, have we, have we had any Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.s rants? I haven't I, seen a single episode. I, I, I don't want enjoyed. to. I, it, it's amusing. I think there's a lot more that they could be doing yeah. with it. Uh, certainly oh, as a vehicle oh, for expanding what the Marvel Universe is for right. the movies. Like, I'm really surprised at this point that we haven't seen even a hint of the Atlanteans or... Well, okay, I'm not um, sure where they're going with submarine or not, but they have... They or have, the Eternal. I don't want to hear anything about this movie, about the show. Okay. At all. They... Well, why not? I, because I haven't seen it a single okay. episode. You, okay, they... Okay, the thing is, though, a lot of people have issues because... Because it's not powered. Exactly. Well, that's fine. No, but... The, no, but a lot of people are going Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., where's Iron Man? Yeah. Where's, where's the Avengers? I'm, quite happy them just sort of being mentioned in the background. Well, that's, I'm also, that, but, that's but that's not what the general public is, is looking for. The criticism is coming from. It's like, well, we want more Captain America, we want yeah. more Iron Man. It's like, no, it's, no, that's not, what it's not about that. S.H.I.E.L.D. Them. is not about the superpowers. Yeah. It's, it's trying to deal with a world where there is superpowers mm-hmm. and trying to keep stuff out of people's hands and stuff like that. Although, it's just funny, there's... Uh, do you remember the uh, What Ifs and all that other sort of mm-hmm. There was one, uh, and there was... There was also comics about the... The, I can't remember what it was called. What was it about the, the guys that cleaned up after sure. the mm-hmm. superhero battles? And I was like, uh, I can't remember. I'm sure Dwayne will be able to uh, post what Post, post it. <laughs> yeah, it was funny because one of the ones is like, some guy picks up some rock or whatever that fell, and all of a sudden he starts glowing, and everything, and he flies off. And the oh, guy, we had an origin. Exactly. That's what it is. Like, uh, we just had an origin. <laughs> it was just so deadpan the way they did it. It's like, yeah, we just had an origin. We need, like, it's like. But that's what happens in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. They find things or other stuff, and of course, S.H.I.E.L.D., they're, they're doing the tie-in similar to what Indiana Jones had, where we find certain things and it gets buried. Right. Never to be seen again. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course, quote-unquote, because they, they, they do tie-ins. And again, I understand where it's like, it's the first few episodes. Mm-hmm. Most new shows are a little rougher to start with. Oh yeah, the, the whole first season is usually pretty rough. Well, they're trying to find... And you, you the hope they make are, it to, to well, season two. Well, the actors are trying to find with the, the development for their characters sure. mm-hmm. and get into it, you know, and like, oh, it's going to last more than one show. Okay, maybe I'll actually, you know, get involved with the character now right. as opposed to just read the lines, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, or even worse, like the Wonder Woman show, which was so bad they didn't even bother playing it on the air. Yeah. I can't right away. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were, the, the original Linda Blair? No, no, no. no, the no. New one. Oh, the new one. Oh. They had shot the pilot, and then it got... Yeah, whatever. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know there's a new movie coming out. Well, yeah, they, the, they just yeah. announced... Oh, sorry, for Super, for, for the next Batman Man of Steel. Superman, yeah, yes. yes. Uh, Gal Gadot? Yeah. 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 So, and yeah. she looks way too effete. She does not look uh, powerful enough. Mm. It's funny, because remember the wrestler China? China was too big. She was too big and too manly. But she could have almost done it. Like She could have been one of the Amazons. She, she is kind of Amazonian, yeah. Well, but there, there are better people they could have used than her. Well, as uh, Gal Gadot was responding to the criticism, she says, well, if I was truly an Amazon, I'd only have one breast, and I'm not going there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's always done this. I mean, when Hugh Jackman was first mentioned... As I, I had no problem with Hugh Jackman well, as Wolverine. Were like, what, an Australian tap dancer? Yeah, he's too tall. He's too skinny. He 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 is too tall, but he's totally bulked up. He, like he fits the role, oh, no. and 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 he has made the role his own. Well, yes. yeah. yeah, to the point where even when they're talking about the new X Men series that's coming out, the uh, the, uh, the, 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 the yeah, the, well that's the new movie, and they've already greenlit the third movie by yeah. the way, uh, Apocalypse. 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 Yeah. Um, but he is the only character that kind of goes between the old X Men universe and this new X Men universe. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
he is Wolverine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the other one is, uh, I was going to say, for, but, so the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is pretty good. Right. It's just, it's, mm-hmm. it's going to take a while. It's, it's getting better, that's uh, for sure. Wonder Woman, though, as a movie, her own one is... She's not going to have her own movie. No. She's going to be in the next Man of Steel. In that uh, Batman versus Superman. And what they're doing basically is putting together Justice League because yeah. there's the three founding members right there. Yeah. And the other one too is I know people when they heard uh, Ben Affleck is yeah. going to be Batman. Oh, the, the outcry was again, incredible. I think you can pull it off. Yeah, time. same with Tim Burton. Tim Burton, there was fifty thousand letters yeah. written. Okay, and this is not again, emails. Letters. Not emails. Yes. This is letters where they had to write it. I think put in that. Stamp it. I think this is the third, uh, the third episode of the podcast where oh. you've brought this up. Okay. But carry on. No, so, again, I understand Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to make, no matter what they do... People are always going to complain. Upset. So, mm-hmm. Ben Affleck, I want to do a shot. Listen, we live in a culture where everyone gets offended at everything. Yes. Mm. Anything you do, someone's going to get offended at, and they're going to cause an outcry on the internet. Why? Because oh, they please, can. Please, someone be upset with something I've said, so we can get more <laughs> coverage. <laughs> Have yeah. an issue with something I said. You don't really say things that are that controversial, though. I know, I don't. Uh, other than, you know, he hates Avatar, but... Yeah, Avatar's <laughs> fucking decent shit. But a lot of people just like Avatar, so yeah. that's not, it's not even stepping outside the bounds. It's not like you saying, I hate Christ. <laughs> if, you, if you start yelling out, I, I hate, hate Christ, Christ well, then no, we hey, might have an issue. The only Christ I like is Buddy Christ from Dogma. Buddy Christ that is pretty is, awesome. Oh, no, and, Va- and Jesus Christ, Vampire Hunter. Also very good, and, and very, very... Poignant because that that was a film we shot in Ottawa. Amazon or DVD or something. IMDb. I don't even know if it's available. It is on DVDs. Yes, you can. I bought it. I, I know you had to buy it from the guy though. I don't. No, know. no. I bought it from Amazon. Get out. Yeah. Cool. So put a link. We should we should put more links on as well. We really should put more links on our things. We always talk about putting links on. I always forget about them. Yeah. <laughs> so let us know on the podcast is that when we talk about it. Right. Like have transcripts. So like, oh shit! Yeah, do a link for this. Transcript. You think someone sits there and actually types out everything that we say? Into a transcript. Hire intern. intern. <laughs> if anyone's interested in interning for no money, <laughs> but you could do it for school credit. Yes. Um, to to type out everything that we say uh, into emails only of the ages. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> well, I, I think no our, Christians. I think I think if we were gonna hire an intern, a reasonable price or wait, salary should it's be ten percent of what we. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Ten percent of what we get from our. Well, considering podcast. I put out like two hundred dollars a year about up for this podcast <laughs> of my own money. Okay, sorry, I think I do it technically of the company money because we're they're, they're, we're being sponsored by my, my by, by my company. But yeah, but no, okay, we'll take no no Christians though. <laughs> well, not no religious people at all. It's yeah, yeah. I don't care if you're Christian, Islam, Muslim, t- Cthuloid. Well, Stephen, no Cthuloids, because oh man, the next thing you know, we're like, sacrificing us for <laughs> dark lords, but. You know, atheist only. There we go. It makes it simpler. Oh, you know what? Talking about that, what, going way back to when we were talking about Civilization Five, mm-hmm. there are some uh, some uh, player-made uh, add-ons that you can get. Uh, historical religions and uh, uh, nonsensical religions, which I've I've put on, and they're very nonsensical fun. religions. You can be Cthulhu. You can be okay. Church of Star Trek. Okay. Uh, Church of the Subgenius. Um, but the historical to... ones, it's kind of interesting because it is, it adds on, uh, I think it's 21 more historical religions. Okay. And they add in, in the feature that if it's available, the, uh, whatever, uh, 
non-player civilization that develops a religion will go for whatever their historical, okay. historical religion is. So it, make, it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, I did put on a player-made mod for Civilization Five when I started playing it that takes in the um, the the main D and D world. Shit, what the hell is it called? Gr- there's a few. There's Greyhawk. Uh, that's Greyhawk. Not Greyhawk. That would, then the other one is Faerun? Yes. Or Farin. Forgotten Realms. Forgotten Realms. Well, that, that's Farron. Yeah. So they, they put that into the game. And they have like wandering monsters okay. and stuff. There's dragons there's can pop out of nowhere. As well. It's not Dragonlance. It's, it's Farron. It's, it's, it's the standard it. Forgotten Realms. Okay. But so they put in like the drow. They put in all these different... It, it's, oh, a, right. it's a very, very well done mod. That's pretty funny. That's pretty good. And it was fun to play too. Yeah. But, uh, um, so where are we at now? Yeah. I lost track where we were. We always do this stuff. Well, yeah, we, 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 we did old business, see, we did new you business. You're supposed to keep me under control in this. Uh-huh. You're like supposed uh-huh. to be like... I don't have to worry about it after today. Okay. Oh, right. Sorry for this. Oh. Well, That's right. Bo- on Skype, you just do the, oh, I'm sorry, we lost the connection. Boxing Day, uh, Paul's, uh, brother-in-law, Philippe, uh, had an interesting game. It's called Timeline Inventions. Okay. Uh, it's a little card game, um, and, uh, basically... You everybody gets dealt out a hand out of the deck, uh, and it's uh, uh, inventions, mm-hmm. right? So on one side it's the invention, the other side tells you when that invention was created. Okay. So uh, you start the game by pulling the uh, the starting point. So it's one invention. You flip it over, and it has the year on it. So now you've got to look at your deck, uh, figure out whether or not your invention comes before or after that first invention. Okay. And you put it down. If you're right, then you lose your card. Uh, if you're wrong, then you have to discard it and draw a replacement card. Okay. Um, winner is the first one to empty out their hand. Wait, so so you put down the first invention well, the first with one, the time up or the name up? With the time up. So the name and the time are, are both there. Well, then how do you not know when, when your Well, invention... you don't know when the time on your own card Oh, I see, I see, I see. Oh, right? okay. okay. And so you're building up the timeline. You have to figure out okay, this invention that I've got, does it fit in between these two inventions that are now on the timeline? Okay. And so on. Interesting. Oh, so you don't see your own time. You don't see your own time. Ah, uh, okay. So yeah. you have to try and guess, like, okay, is so it between 1940 and 1960? Right. Yep, exactly. And as the game goes on, it gets even more challenging, especially when you're dealing with 20th century right. inventions, because you know, lots of inventions yeah. there. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like the, who knows whether Apple or, or, or Samsung came up with a smart... PC, or not smart PC, but smart uh, phone first. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I, I think it was Xerox. No, that wasn't. Human company way before that. Right, but but if if, if tried it but if, if your option yeah. is you're looking at iPad or iPhone on the table yeah. and you have a Samsung, well, was did it did it really come after or maybe maybe it was before? Well, yeah, but the smartphone would be BlackBerry. Right, well, right. Black, BlackBerry well, would be the original. And it goes right. by the initial invention, not okay. when it became okay. popular, but when okay. when was it initially invented? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, so that's got to be incredibly well, difficult. Because the fax machine's really old. Well, that was actually uh, I, I won my game, and that's what it was on. It was, you know, my last card was the the uh, photocopier. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, where was this? And I was thinking, okay, it's probably in around the 1940s, yeah. and I fit it in, and as luck would have it, I fit it in uh, between a card that was 1938 and a uh, and next card up from that and 1938 was the year so I ended up winning okay nice, yeah. Yeah, I was like way back when yeah photocopying the facts are a lot older than people realize yeah. oh yeah yeah yeah. people think like 70s when they look at yeah, that no, photocopy right. like the uh, the mouse 
That yes, was one of my first ones. That was 1963. Yes, it was. And he died this year. Oh, my God. The yes. guy who invented the I would have thought like 80. Yeah, oh, God, right? no. No, he, he did it way back when because he wanted... Well, he was working with advanced... Like, he also... He was... Uh, he had a PhD in computers. Like, he was really smart. I can't remember his name now because I just threw my bike. So... But he died this year. Mm-hmm. And he wanted it to have a better... He didn't want it to name Mouse. There was this, they, the reason they called it a mouse was something they joked about because it had a tail. It had a tail, yeah. But that's the name that took off. Pat's going to look it up. He's no, 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 I wasn't. Uh, but he, uh, yeah, they, they wanted an input machine for the computer. Right. Hmm. And, and, you know. and this is back when they were using punch cards. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. I keep telling a story about how my dad used to collate my mom's um, university data on giant right. uh, super machines using punch yeah. cards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they're looking at. I mean, the, the advancement in computers has been insane. Hey, did you know China landed on the moon? Yeah. yeah well, not they didn't. They, they themselves didn't. They put a rover on the moon. Yeah. Sorry, they they put a probe there, but still. Not mm-hmm. a probe, a rover. A rover. rover yeah. It okay. can move around. It's not just sitting there. Yeah. So it's still not too bad. They've. Uh, Have they found the American land site? Can we finally get rid of this stupid idea that it was it was man made or uh, it was filmed in a studio? I, yeah, I don't think they're anywhere near it, but. Uh, Orbiting probes have so, spotted it. So, okay. Not yeah. just the American, but the Russian ones, too. It's like, mm. here's the stuff. Look, a little more proof to you. Because yeah. that's not only about conspiracy theorists. The guy who did the... Oh, I was going to talk about the, the guy who did the show Five Dumb Things or Five Stupid Things about things. Right. One of the ones is the moon line. It's like, okay, we weren't the only country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, do you think the Russians, during the Cold War... Well, the, the space height, race. The space race. During the height of the Cold War as well, in the 60s, would go along with the Americans lying about landing the moon? Right. Not... At all. <laughs> not at all. They'd be like, look, the Americans are lying. <laughs> we went to the moon, there was nothing there. So okay. they lied. I, that is a German accent, by the way. <laughs> well, First of who all. Who do you think put them in space? Both <laughs> Russians and the... No, it was very much the German rocket yes. engineers. Yes, the Americans just had the better... You know, they managed to have the, get a, the better Nazi scientists yep. than the Russians did. And that's what he's saying. It's like, um, really? Or he, yeah, he also had ones about alien conspiracies. Like, landing on the moon is like, it's like, okay, guys... Um, aliens, really? How we got to the moon was the Germans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. German rocket engineers. Does five dumb things about it. Does say about the Matrix because Dark City is, in his mind, tells the story of the difference between reality and, 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 and dreams mm-hmm. and all that better than the Matrix does. I don't know. I don't know about better. No. But it, it certainly it did it first, and it was. It was very well done. It was oh, Dark City is one of my favorite. Mm-hmm. Weird movies, yes. yeah. and uh, he also like the five dumb things about uh, just quick dumb ones about Star Trek, right? Number one, Gene Roddenberry. No, Gene Roddenberry is is the reason. Okay, I, I always talk about this. There was a, an article I read about the difference between um, Star Trek fans and and Star Wars fans. Star Trek fans love their creator. Star Wars fans hate their creator. <laughs> Roddenberry, like, he's been put up as like, an idol, a cult right. leader. He wasn't that good. He is a bad writer. He's like a very hack writer. Well, I, I don't know how much of the original writing he did himself. No, the stories that he did were crap. Right, I'm sure. He had really good science fiction writers and good directors sure. and decent actors. Yeah. Who? And he, and he had the vision. He, that guy yeah, but that's what I mean. Exactly. He, he, he was like a showrunner. It's no, like. But the thing is, though, he for Star Trek. Don't he, yes, he was the guy who did the idea to get it done, but what made it work? Was everyone else? Sure, absolutely. It, it's the one person doesn't make a yeah. giant show like Star Trek. No. 
he may be the 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 genius behind the initial idea. But the other thing, and then everyone about, else builds on top of that. The thing about him is he didn't quite keep trying to rewrite his own world, right? Like mm-hmm. George Lucas. Oh, like, don't don't like, let's let's not go down that route because I always end up ranting about how they changed the history when they made the yes. prequels. And uh, it just drives me crazy. But the other one was Counselor Troy. Because really, she's useless as she a She is, counselor. completely. She's completely useless. Well, the, that's not what the character was there for. Yeah, she, she was there as eye candy. Yeah. She was there for tits. Which is why she didn't even wear a uniform until season three or four. Yeah. You know, and then they tried the same thing with uh, Voyager with uh, Seven of Nine, which is a horrible, horrible show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched the first episode and said I'm done. I'll never watch the show. But, uh, but hey, he has a... Like I said, Dark City was what he mentioned because it, it came out before. It was the same mm-hmm. idea as like dealing with the shadowy unknown that are secretly controlling and putting false dreams and realities right. into your head. Yeah. The mm-hmm. other thing he had an issue with Matrix is no one seems to care about all the mass murder they were doing. But they're not. They are. They are. Oh, I, they are. They're committing mass murder. I know they are. They, they said right at the beginning, if, you're, if you actually die in the Matrix, you actually do die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but and, at and the point... at the point in there is human. Only the agents... Are not humans, right? But, but the, but the agents they occupy are still human, but the, correct? But when they walk into the station to free Morpheus, mm-hmm. those are all regular. All those are regular guys that nope. they just wasted. All mm-hmm. those are agents who have taken over regular bodies. No, no, no. Oh no, you're no, right. That, you're right. That, At that point, they the, were just in the regular hallway, people. The hallway, those are regular guys, right. security guys. Do la la la. Well, right at the very beginning, when they when they're going after uh, after Trinity, Trinity, yes. Yep. Uh, I mean, they were all normal. No, they're all guys, yeah. That she takes out. Mm-hmm. Killed. So, and the other one, he's funny. He's like, he says, Marcus is sort of like Elrond Hubbard. Because, like, weird. Believe my religion. Believe it. <laughs> Believe it. Yeah. Well, especially once you get into the second one. But the other one, I mean, there's, yeah, it's, it's once you get the second one, oh, look, the Christ is here. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, the second and third movies could have just been completely erased. Oh, just speaking of Keanu Reeves, though, again, because I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I go off on tangents. There, he's talking about a third Bill and Ted X uh, movie. I Good, think. I'm all for it. You know, but like showing them like later, like as, as like, adults, adults now, right. and stuff like that. And... <laughs> no, I really enjoyed uh, Bill and Ted yeah. for what it was not oh. not as a good movie, but just as a a cheesy idiot stoners mm-hmm. making their way through the world movie. Yep. And normally I hate stoner flicks, but that one was very like Bill and Ted's are very well done. Yeah. But unfortunately, well, they won't have Lucas anymore. Yeah, because he's dead. Yeah. Alex Winter's still around, though. Who? Alex Winter, the guy who played the uh, the non new head. Yeah, Bill. Bill S. Preston Esquire. Yeah. It's amazing how quickly that shit comes back to you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You can't remember some important facts, but... It, it... Correct. Correct. <laughs> I don't remember what I had for dinner last night, but I remember Bill S. Preston Esquire. <laughs> the Wild Stallions. Yep. With a Y. Yes. Wild. Didn't Stallions also have a Y? I can't really know. I don't think so. No, just a Wild did, yeah. Wild. But yeah, it's going to be an interesting new year coming up. We hope to have a few podcasts. We'll start, you know, maybe actually being more regular with our podcasts. Well, we were for a very long time. Mm-hmm. But it's only like the past, say, three or four months where we've been very sporadic. Yeah. Well, we had the problem with uh, losing our hosting. Yeah, location. And, yeah. And that took a while to get remedied, and... Everything's not even fixed yet. Like most of our old stuff, um, it's you, you can't you can't currently download the old stuff. Oh anymore. really? Oh wow. So any, anything like the the past the last say seven or eight episodes are all available, but anything past uh, episode like sixteen I think right now 
is currently unavailable. My Avatar rant is still online, though, right? Yeah. Good. Okay. And the Prometheus one with Sean. Prometheus one is there. Actually, maybe your Avatar isn't available. I'm not doing another Avatar one. I'm not watching it. No, no, no. I still have all of... <laughs> I refuse of the... to. I'm not... No. Listen, I, I still have all of the actual physical MP3s. Oh, okay. So you still have They list. just haven't... Like, and, and they're even online. Like, they're at, at, on our hosting... Our new host. Right. They're called Blueberry, but not spelled like Blueberry. Okay. They're currently online. They're just not made active. Right. Because we I, have a quota of how much we can make active every month. I, I really think that you should lose it again, and, and we'll just... And we'll have to redo it? Uh. Okay. <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll all watch it together online. So upcoming stuff that I'm interested yeah. in. Well, obviously, the Captain America one. Yeah. The new Avengers. I haven't seen anything about the new Avengers, but I don't oh, want to know. Was that 2015 or 2014, though? It's 14, as far okay, as I know. Because I know they're also doing Guardians of the Galaxy. They they released the first photo still from Guardians of the Galaxy. Galaxy. Yeah. I think that's going to be 2015, though. No, it's 2014. Because it ties into the new Avengers. Yeah. Really? Yes. They're, they're kind of the anti-Avengers, is how they're looking at them. Because but, none of the main characters are actually heroes to start with. Okay. And in fact, they're kind of villainous to start with. and they're But they're forced, forced into mm-hmm. working together. I don't actually know very little about the Guardians of the Galaxy, well, so I'm going to go into the, the, the newer one's different when the original concept was. Sure. Well, the the original original or the yeah. Sorry, re- Gar- new, the new recent Sorry. incarnation. Yeah, the original one was Guardians of the Galaxy 30th Century. Yeah. They were in the 30th century as opposed to the 20th century. Okay. Then they that sort of died off, mm-hmm. and then they did the the new Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. which are with Thanos, the this timeline. Okay. But in space. Uh, now, I don't think Thanos no. had anything to do with the origin, but uh, Adam Warlock and yes. the Infinity... It was basically an extension of... The, the Infinity, Infinity Crisis. Watch. Yes. Yeah. Now, are they going to bring Thanos into it? Because they, they brought Thanos in the end of the last movie, and then all of a sudden he's got nothing to do with this he new one. could fit well, into it. I think they're starting to do the Infinity Wars. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Because the Collector at the end of... Oh, sorry, spoiler, which... Who does know no Collector's involved in the... The I'm sure a lot of people don't know that. Well, they do now, so fuck you all. <laughs> all ten of you, who, or eight, out of the ten, maybe two of you haven't seen the new Thor and don't know this. Anyway. Or don't know who the Collector is. The Collector is a deep Marvel guy who's a, another one of the, uh, not quite Eternals, but... The old the, ones. Well, yeah, because he's, he's one from the original early days of the universe. Right. Um, he can, can figure out his shtick just from his name, because it's pretty self-descriptive. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's what keeps him alive. He's very, he is immortal through his collecting. Somehow he uses... It's basically, they're, they never describe this how he does it, but they're, the possibility is that because his psychic powers allow him to stay immortal as long as he is looking towards collecting and collect stuff. Hey, it's superhero stuff, okay? Right. They, they Doesn't have to the, make sense. They yeah. come up with some of the weakest, lamest... Reasons for things working, yeah. but that's it. Where and they become involved in the Infinity Gauntlet and wars because through Thanos, because the Collector actually is trying to bargain to get stuff to from to, or to Thanos. Well, to, well, he's co- trying to collect it, and Thanos eventually finds out he's got stuff. He's one of the chess pieces on the board. Gotcha. Yeah. Even though the Collector thinks he's big and important, Thanos is yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like a bishop, maybe you're not a pawn, but you're still you know, right. you know, a pawn. <laughs> so 2014 could be interesting. Yep. Yes. In terms of um, the superhero movies, at the very least. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because well, Batman and Robin isn't that? Or sorry, Batman and Superman. That's 2015. That's 2015. Yeah. 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 Which I think 
DC is missing out. They waited too long to do stuff. They may have, but they're really making up for it with this new movie. Oh, this might, this new it, movie? No, no, seriously. Um, Kevin Smith, again. I always go back to Kevin Smith because I listen to a lot of his podcasts. And he has a very good chat about what, how they're remedying the original drop ball that they had. Well, no, I know, but what I mean is they may have waited too long for the they, audience. They may have. Because the, the, it goes it may be Mar- Marvel could, could super saturate it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because Marvel's kind of the whole whack load. Yeah. And at that point in time, people might be tired of the superhero movie. Also, don't forget, if it costs... Them two hundred million dollars to make yeah. that movie. It won't, it won't be extremely profitable Speaking of off Kevin the beginning. Smith, you missed out on your chance to talk about the new upcoming movie. He's or not his upcoming, but his next movie he's planning. Oh, okay. Well, I only found out about it because of the last podcast that he did called Smodcast, where he and Scott Mosier, his best friend, well, not a best friend, but whatever, the guy he did all all of his first movies yes. with. He was the producer for. Every, no. no. Not, Scott Mosier. Oh, Scott Mosier. Scott Mosier. Um, he he plays bit cameos in the first yes, couple yes, of movies. Yes, yes. Anyway, they were talking about, and this this originally original idea came up like four years ago when they first started doing this podcast. And he had this brilliant idea about a giant Jesus who brings forth the the apocalypse, the coming, the the, the what is what is it, Revelations, where Reckoning. where he comes back. Yes. And he sends all of the faithful oh, yes. up to up to heaven, but he physically like picks them up and throws them into heaven, <laughs> and then starts laying waste because he's this giant Jesus. And then uh, the devil decides he's going to bond his soul with a human being, grow him to to be the same size as the giant Jesus, and they have a boxing match, and they're going to determine the fate of the world via boxing match. Because it's that it's, awesome. it's all based on that old. Um, uh, it's not. It's not a, really a song, but it's like a, a poem uh, where the devil boxes um, Jesus. Really? Yeah. Apparently, it's based on. An they old did poem. that in South Park, right? I think they, they got it from the poem. Okay, because they did that in South Park. Yeah, yeah they, they, I, I remember that. I remember the boxing match. Yeah. They're like little Jesus, like a squatty little guy, big ass. <laughs> and, 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 and then didn't and then that then, chicken do something similar though? Yeah. It well, was funny. Jesus against Superman. Yes. Oh yes. Well, <laughs> Superman was funny, but the, G, the South Park one were. It was because Jesus was a scrawny little one. Yeah. But they convinced the devil to lose because, well, if you win, really? You're going like, to. So he takes a dive. Yeah. Jesus, Jesus taps him once and it's like, like oh! <laughs> what? And he raises all the money because he bet against himself. Yeah. <laughs> it's like on purpose. Yeah. yeah, he bet for Jesus. Yeah. At, at really, really high odds. Exactly. <laughs> like, what the hell? Like, I'm not ready yet for the apocalypse. <laughs> I'm all the cash now. <laughs> but yes, Robot Ticket did the one where. You know, it's like, I'm Superman, I can fly, do this, you know. Yeah, who's and, better, Superman or Jesus? And Jesus kept doing, I'll just tap you, tap. Okay, three days later, that's getting annoying, tap, tap. Okay, <laughs> well, stop Yeah, it. Superman pounds Jesus into the dirt, and then Jesus just resurrects. Yeah. Resurrects, <laughs> and just keeps tapping him. And then Superman finally, ah, I'm out of here, and flies off. <laughs> but I would, I would pay to see a giant Jesus battling, boxing, giant devil. I know, well, it, sounds, it sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, the, the last movie that he's you know now really finished. funny enough they killed it off is like the devil wins by grabbing a church steeple and stabbing Jesus through the heart. By the way, if that happens in the movie, uh, you got Kevin Smith, you owe me. Uh, apparently Kevin Smith has come to the realization that he's only going to do movies that, that Kevin Smith would do. Yes. So nothing that anyone else could do except for the next Clerks. So the next Clerks is technically the next movie that he's, he's doing. Clerks 3 will be the final Clerks movie. But after that, he's he, he was originally going to retire from directing yeah. altogether. But then he decided to make Tusk this next movie that's actually yeah. being released. 
And this is the most bizarre story ever. It's about a guy who gets a, reads in the like the wanted ads, uh, request for a roommate, free room and board, but you have to dress up as and and behave as a walrus for like two hours a day as part of your roommate agreement. And then it turns dark. Yeah. And then he gets like sewn into the suit. Like it just turns Mess. dark. See, and they actually have like real actors playing the roles too. Like um um oh, I don't remember his name. Oh anyway, we won't talk about who was actually in the movie, but there are some relatively uh good actors in yeah. this movie. He should team up with Bruce Campbell. I don't know if Bruce Campbell's really his type of actor. No, I know. But so so there's this Tusk oh, but movie. Can't you see him being the devil? Uh, I think uh, Tarantino's doing the devil. Oh, really? He he's tapped Tarantino to, to, to okay. play the devil. I can see that working. Mm-hmm. Um, so then he's doing, he's also doing a movie called Hit Somebody, although maybe that's going to be a, a miniseries TV show style, like a three episode. We don't know yet. Maybe it's going to be a couple of movies. Like it's it's constantly up in the air. But I know he's he's had the uh, he's had the uh, original script written and rewritten a couple of times, and it involves a guy who is, like, uh, from the backwaters of Canada because he loves Canadian hockey and tries to make it as a as a big league and kind of makes his way up and in, up into uh, professional hockey. But he's never very good. He's just a goon. So that, that seems like it could be an interesting movie. And then there's this uh, giant Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah, we could see some interesting stuff coming from the, the yeah, View Askew crew. Well, again, I think we should call it there. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have anything else to talk about right now. We're just kind but of again, rambling. Uh, listeners, all, all a few of you. Uh, wait, and let's upset a few by saying that no, 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 no religious people hiring. Please, go, yes, go please, rant. please go to the internet and raise a big stink about how the Out of the Basement podcast has been racist and or sexist and or whatever. Well, yeah, Ray, do you really want to get protested by the Westboro Baptist Church? Yes, <laughs> yes, because then we'd be on the news. <laughs> And it'd be like famous, you know, the podcast guys. <laughs> well, it's funny. Like, so the last Kevin Smith movie. Because all those guys can go fucking die. Seriously, they're, they're, the Westboro church guys. Oh, absolutely. They're yeah, they're yeah. evil people. Like yeah. they're they're the definition of evil. Yeah. And if you see the movie Red State, it kind of deals with that sort of religious cult in the backwoods of a uh, state. America. Well, of course, it's America. But it's it's basically it's wait, wait. it's loosely based off about. So fuck America too, just in case there's any American listeners. We, we do actually have a couple, at least a couple American good, listeners. Good, good. I hope I upset you when you go to the internet. No, I don't <laughs> because I like our American listeners. Mm-hmm. I am very fond of our. I know, American I listeners. know. I can't really be. You know, I think so. Yeah, it's 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 hard to be truly offensive. Yes. And actually mean it. Yeah, that's just it. <laughs> But pretend we mean it. Just, just pretend we meant it. Yeah, get, get, get the buzz going at the very least. <laughs> Start talking about, oh, I don't know about these American, or these Canadian these guys. Canadians. These Canadian guys, they got a little rude in this last uh, episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those Canadians, they're trying to be rude, but they're still apologizing for us. <laughs> God damn, we're typical Canadians. <laughs> We can't even be racist. We're, like, oh, we're not really mean it. We're, we're sorry. We yeah. anyone. We, we're, we're just trying to get ratings up. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> we're just trying to cause a buzz. <laughs> uh, but Sarah, and also we'll, we'll try to put links up again to... Uh, yeah, I'll... I'll this time. And hopefully I won't wait another month before I yeah. edit and, and post this. Like well, I did with the last yeah. one. We should make, we make notes. We'll post. We but if it takes you a month to 
edit and post it, that, are they really going to notice? Well, other than the fact that we said Happy New Year at the start. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the that thing is, is though, we want to try and get some links up so Dev can remember. And yeah, stuff. hopefully. I really should write, should write stuff down. Yeah. Well, at least what you should do, uh, you can edit this out, but make notes when you're going through stuff we mentioned and then go, hey, guys, if you can look up the links, send them to me or whatever, then we can do it. Yeah. But anyways, guys, I wish yep. everyone a good 2014. Yes. Yep. Happy New stuff. Year to everybody. Good and gaming, good movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good hanging out with us. Yes. <laughs> Catching them, well, in a few months, maybe. Or hopefully sooner. Yeah, hopefully mm-hmm. sooner. Okay, cheers.